Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt. And you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. It's episode 71. And I think I'm going to like this one. What do you reckon, guys? Are you going to like it? Yeah, I'm going to like it. Yeah, I'm going to like it, like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did wonder before we started how long it was before we were going to get the like it kind of puns in and i realized that i started it straight away so i suspect it's going to be very much and i like it kind of podcast but there we go no, we need to hurry this podcast up because tonight i'm gonna to fly <sighs> oh, yeah 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 right <laughs> too far too far <laughs> just, just, just touch the sky mate just touch the sky. <laughs> Right, okay, anyway, oh god, oh, it's just going to be painful from start to finish now, I know it. <laughs> so, right, how have you guys been? Russ, how have you been this week, sir? Me, I've been good, very busy and hectic, getting back to the um, normality of work, which is far too dull and uninteresting compared to Switzerland and Milan, so uh, I think we need to uh, book book another jolly somewhere, I'm not sure where yet. <laughs> Probably <but> right. <laughs> let's, let's go. <laughs> so you really are going to fly i am i am <laughs> so what have you been up to um generally just catching up with the uh world cup capitulation of our dear friends the brazilians the other day i think mr dyer will probably elaborate in a moment that he's glad he's out of the country at the present time because it's probably a bit, bit grim <laughs> down there and um looking forward to the uh, world cup final on sunday um as much as i hate to say it my money is on germany to go and do the argentine oh, yeah you're so mean i i I've, I I've, germany or holland all the way it was for me so yeah. there we go okay um no dutch courage no not anymore <laughs> mate not anymore mm. i didn't see either of the two semi-final games uh it, although i get a distinct impression that they were very much opposite ends of the footballing spectrum um, <laughs> although I, I did kind of log on at about half 11 on Tuesday and kind of do a double take when I saw the score. I was like, have they got that wrong? <laughs> the BBC website screwed up or something. <laughs> so, yes, indeed. Fair enough. What about you, Mike? What are you been up to? Um, pretty much the same. Um, recovering from holiday, coming coming uh, back to work. On started on Tuesday, had Monday off. So, even though I started Tuesday, it feels like I've been back a month already. It's that busy, so... Like uh, Russ has mentioned, we should all go on a jolly somewhere. Maybe it's, it's one of those uh, weeks. <laughs> jolly good time. It's come to the end of the week, and we all want to go on a jolly. On a jolly and have lots well, of Battenberg. Well, it's Thursday. No, 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 no. Jolly ranchers in the jolly. Oh, hmm. I actually like jolly oh, ranchers. Jolly Roger. I like jolly ranchers, especially the melon ones. They're really nice. When people go to the US, I always get them to bring back jolly ranchers. Just saying. <laughs> Aren't they misleading? Aren't the melon ones the green ones? For some no, they're they're kind of blue, though, aren't they? The blue ones are the melon ones. Or are they the great ones? I associate melon with some form of yellow sweet. I don't know why. Because you're thinking, Tom, we're, we're yeah. discussing sweets now from cake. And fruit. You're thinking of honeydew melons. That's what it is. Whereas yeah. typically melons in sweet form are normally watermelons, which are green on the outside and red in the middle. That's why. Mm-hmm. There you go. Anyway, it's it's Thursday as we record this. When I look out my window, it's really, really sunny, and I really feel like I should be in a pub garden drinking beer somewhere. So the things we give up to do this podcast, hey, guys. Oh, yeah. After I've done this, I think I might actually go to my back garden and crack open a bottle and watch the sun go down. No, I won't, because it's pissing down in the south. <laughs> well, I'm in the <laughs> south as well, but clearly you're a little east, further east than I am. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the, the north, uh, where it's usually grim, and it isn't today. Grim. 
to answer the question which you haven't asked me, but I'm going to answer anyway. I've not been doing anything this week. Uh, it's been rather quiet for me. So there you go. That was rather boring. Uh, but uh, let's move on, shall we? So news this week. Well, Lakuta Coil have finished their tour in Russia. I get a sense that there was a lot of travelling involved. Saw some great photos. It's clear that they had a really good time on the road and the show's great as well. Great crowd in Russia. So if there's any Russian fans listening, big thumbs up to you for welcoming Lacuna Call to your country and uh, yeah, enjoying the show and you know, rocking out with the rest of them. It's, it looks like it's been great. Very, very jealous. I've always wanted to go to Russia. Uh, speaking to Christina this week and she was having a great time and I said, oh, I'm really, really jealous. And she said, lots of travelling and lots of very strange late nights with the sun's not going down especially in Siberia. But uh, yeah, it looked fantastic. Of course, that means that the band now has a well-earned rest, taking a bit of a break. Next show is on the 8th of August, where they're playing Alcatraz in Belgium and then travelling over to Bloodstock in the UK. So I think it's increasingly likely that we'll be getting to Bloodstock for that day. So maybe that can be our next jolly, guys. Yeah. What do you reckon? Have a few beers, mm-hmm. listen to a few tracks, you know, check That's out what else is on offer, ignore Lacuna Coil and check out the rest of the bands. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that anyway. Yeah, so that's the kind of touring schedule at the moment. Uh, you'll also notice if you've been checking the front page of Empty Spiral and, of course, all of our social networks that we finished putting up the videos that we took at uh, Protellan in Switzerland when we were over there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the ones online, uh, these are the ones that Russell took. So, Russ, thanks a million for standing there, getting aching arms next to me, taking those videos. They came out really, really well. I think we all agree that the sound quality and the video quality which was just great and the lights were amazing at that show so absolutely no pleasure sir and uh, hopefully uh, the people out there enjoyed them but uh, definitely if people haven't seen it check out the uh, video for dying rise with the lighting that's probably my favorite out of the bunch yeah and and props to to our lampy to wolfie for just putting on an incredible light show it really is and he says he's really pleased with the result and he has every right to be as well because the lights have never looked better in my opinion fantastic show and uh, there's a number of people who have said that to me as well. They really like seeing the light, light show. It's re- it really comes across really sort of strong. I'm really, what's the words I'm looking for? Um, emphasises the music and kind of just draws attention to the band and what they're doing on stage and does everything right, in my opinion. Really, really great. Really, really great. completing our series of interviews with the people that uh, perform the podcast and it's mr taylor's turn this week hello hello there so would you like to introduce yourself before we uh, ask you a few difficult questions a few difficult questions yes uh russell taylor uh lacuna coil fan um a podcast co-host extraordinaire hailing from the south just outside of london and um yeah that's about that's about it for me so okay. Far away. All right then. Right. Okay. So I don't think these are going to be too challenging for you. Not like some of those nasty ones that I got asked. I so I've got a fair better than the. Come on. 
<laughs> okay, so first question then. So you say that you're a Lacuna Core fan. So how did you get into the band? What can you tell us the story of you discovering the Italians? The story of discovering the Italians was back in the, it was around the cusp of 1999, 2000. Um, it was reasonably just before Half-Life had come out and Inner Reverie was sort of doing the rounds and I was sort of working at MVCD days when record stores existed and um, a co-worker lent me both the first EP and Inner Reverie. Um, I started literally with um, No Need to Explain and from hearing that song onwards, I was literally hooked. So, um, yeah, Literally it was the, hooked. Literally hooked from the <laughs> days of cassette tape trading. And um, it just grew from there. And the next thing, uh, Unleashed Memory sort of came out with Half-Life and bang, greatest album I'd heard in a very long time. And uh, yeah, as I say, it's just been uh, a steady thing of the band ever since. Fair enough. What sort of other music are you into then? Um, it sort of varied. I mean, I started out in the what early to mid-90s, predominantly on Britpop, and then evolved into grunge. Um, and then just through friends and, you know, starting out in work and people with their own tastes, which tends to influence your own, it just sort of grew heavier. So as I say, it went from Britpop to, to grunge to Metallica to Machine Head to, to Slipknot. And, you know, you've got a bit of the Smiths U2 and everything else thrown in, thrown in there as well. So it's a, it's a bit of a mixed bag, really, when it comes to music for me. Fair enough. If you had to choose your top five bands right now, without thinking too hard, what names would you pluck out of the air? Top. Top five bands. Well, the Italians would be in there, obviously. Lacuna mm-hmm. Coil. Uh, always been a big Nirvana fan. Big Smashing Pumpkins fan. Early Metallica, specifically the first three, going on to the first four albums. And probably The Cure as well. I'd chuck them in there as my five. When we've talked about and reviewed songs in the past on the podcast, one thing you've always made a point of discussing is the music and the drumming and so forth. I get a sense that you have an ear for music. Now... You also listen to quite a lot of music on vinyl, is that right? I do indeed, yeah. I have quite a vast vinyl collection, again, spreading various genres from, dare I say, you know, early 80s right up to uh, to rap music. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that can be spun on the vinyl deck. So why do you still listen to vinyl then, Russ? Is it because of that Gen- music or some other reason? Generally... Um, vinyl you've just got far superior sound quality to anything recorded digitally Um, i'm not referring to if something was recorded you know digitally and it was sort of you know then pressed onto vinyl more so recorded analog fashion you've got the proper bass the proper drums and it just sounds like live music recorded in a room as it should be the general warmth of the sound quality the bass the drum guitar and it sounds if you go back to old music to a Black Sabbath record or a Led Zeppelin record that was recorded in, say, the 70s, you can hear the sound of a band playing in a room. And to me, that's the way music should sound. Obviously, quality has has moved on since then with digital. Um, I tend to find a lot of CDs are heavily compressed, and it's just a case of making the music as loud as possible, Mm. and you tend to lose the quality of the instrumentation in that. So that's predominantly why I'm a fan of of vinyl give me a you know a bit of plastic over an mp3 any day fair enough okay bring this back to lacuna call then and taking into account what you said about vinyl if i wanted to get into vinyl or if i wanted to listen to a lacuna call album on vinyl which one should i listen to which one easy really no, no no doubt about it vinyl lacuna 
Pokemonize is the best sounding record by a mile, specifically. Anyone that's a fan of the, those heavy bass lines and Marco, you listen to the Comalize vinyl, it comes straight out of the speakers and it will punch you in the face like you went 12 rounds with Tyson in his prime. It's that good. Really? Okay. So there, yep, you, go. there you go. Tip from Mr. Taylor. If you want to get into vinyl and you're a Lacunacore fan, then you need to own Comalize on vinyl. You do. You do. Excellent. Excellent. So, all right, let's talk about Lacunacore more specifically then. What's your favourite show? Favourite show is probably um, 2006 Karma Code Tour. Uh, I just always remember it because of the atmospherics, the acoustics being at London Astoria. Uh, it was the 13th of October, and it just always sticks in my mind purely because of the live spectacle. You had the smoke, the lighting, um, and coming out with those masks to you create what I see. And it was like anything I'd seen before. I mean, I'd seen Slipknot, you know, in that. Obviously, that's a band that came out in masks and overalls. But just seeing Lacuna Call come out to smoke in darkness to that sort of green ambient lighting mm-hmm. with the band playing with those masks on, completely stationary, with Christina and Andrea then running out and bouncing all over the stage. I've got all these musicians, drummer aside, just being completely static. It was just, it was just crazy. You've never seen, I've never seen anything like it. It was just a great, great live show. Plus, they played virtual environment, so uh, it was definitely a, a memorable occasion. Oh, I love that song live. We've talked about that already, but yeah, what a great song! Great song. How many shows have you seen? I don't know if you keep count, uh, or vaguely. Always. I did. I I, ca- I tallied it up the other day, um, and I think it clocks in at about forty-four, forty-five at the present Ooh, time. So good I've got a bit of catching up to you to do. Good shout. Good shout. Well, um, I hope you never catch up because I'm hoping that if I go to a show and you go to a show, we'll be going to the same show, if you see what I mean. That is true. That's, that's a very good reason. So that's the only reason I don't want you to catch up, by the way. Not that there's any kind of elitist involved. I just want to go to the shows that you go Competition! To. Competition! No, no, I refuse to. No, we will go to the same shows together. So we, we'll get to How about you, you miss about 40 shows so I can catch up and I'll buy you a cake and a beer. Does that work? No, probably not. Mm, can I take, can I take <laughs> more than a cake and beer to make me miss 40 shows okay. if I have the opportunity to go and see them? Bit of a shit deal, really. Isn't it? <laughs> it is appreciated, actually. <laughs> Even if it was Battenberg. Um, what's the furthest you've, you've gone to see Lacuna Coal? Furthest I've gone to see Lacuna Coal would be 2010 on the Shallow Life tour when I went down to South America, which was the Caracas Venezuela show, which uh, I've sort of talked about that particular show in a previous podcast, if people want to sort of check that out. But yeah, furthest I've traveled, probably one of the only bands I would travel that length of distance for because it's definitely worth it. And the crowd was great. The atmosphere was great. And that was one show that I wasn't at and I do regret not being there. I'm not sure what the mileage was. I don't think it was up to the uh, the lengths of your 25,000 overall miles, um, but it was a fair few. Should invest in some air miles, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the albums and the songs. Have you got a favourite song? Favourite song? Um, it's the stand. Someone always asked me to pluck one out of the air off the bat. It's always been Purify, and that's been from as far back as I can remember, and I still love that song to death. Um, recently, big, big fan of Broken Crown Halo um, and specifically I Burn In You. So that, for me at the moment, is up there with with Purify. Um, but as I say, there's far, far too many good ones to pick from. Yeah, that's that's a good point. 
Well, better to have too many than not enough to pick one. Exactly. You not talked enough. about your, your current love of uh, Broken Crown Hainer, but do you have an overall favourite album? Favourite album? This is one of the things that I like most about the Kakor because my favourite album changes, not on a daily basis, but probably more a, a monthly basis. You know, it was always Unleashed Memories for about five, eight, ten years since it came out. And then I was a big, big fan of Dark Adrenaline and at the moment, big, big fan of Broken Crown Halo. Um, if I had to pick one for sheer strength of song structure, it would probably still be Unleashed Memories just because of how that album is created and the, the special memories that it has. Um, if, I had to, if I had to pick a, a live album that I'd like to see live um, for sheer enthusiasm at that, Broken Crown Halo, but I'm still a big, big fan of some of the songs on Dark Adrenaline as well. It's kind of one of those bands that just goes from strength to strength, as we mentioned. Each each album is unique, each album is different, and that's why I'm still a big fan of the band to this day. Yeah, fair enough. Have you got a least favourite song? Least favourite song? I do, um, and you're probably aware of what I'm going to say. It's Unchained from Shallow Life, which we will come on to review in a in a few weeks' time. It's the only song I've never been able to get on with. So you're quite looking forward to that week then? Absolutely. Okay, you're going to get on your sandbox and you're going to let it rip. <laughs> no, I'm going to try and be as reserved as I can. But uh, as I say, it's um, one of, without counting them up, looking at probably have what, 80, 90, 100 songs. And, you know, there's possibly only two songs out of that that, you know, I'm not particularly a fan of. So uh, definitely on the positive side still. Oh, that's really good, though. Actually, as a, as a percentage, that's very, very small. And uh, I think that's that's a reflection of the quality of songs that they bring out, which is great. Okay, um, we're coming to the last couple of questions now, and here's one that's just sort of sprung to mind, given what you said about the musical quality of things. If there was a song of Lacuna Coils that um, you would want them to change something, whether it's the way they recorded it or do something else with the mix, what would it be and what would you want them to do? That's a very good question, actually. Um, I've sort of discussed this I think possibly with yourselves before, and I would absolutely love to hear a remix of the Karma Code album, um, perhaps for, say, for example, a, a 10th anniversary special, which will be in 2016, just to hear a new mix on it and a new take with the, the instrumentation a bit more evened out. I'm not saying it's a bad mix on the, the released version, but we've all discussed in the songs that it, it could be better because as a live album, it would just elevate it to a whole new level. Fair enough, and I think I'd agree with you about Karma Code, actually. Uh, we have discussed it pretty much. I mentioned it almost in every song when we were reviewing that album, and I think when we summarised it at the end, I mentioned that it'd be great to, to, to change the mix on that album. I think it's there's so much more in that album than we hear, um, and I would love to have heard it. So there we go. Okay. So if, if, if there I say it, just adding on with a special edition, so add on to the end of that, a couple of bonus tracks without a reason, virtual environment, remixed for 2016. That would do me nicely. With a free mask that you can wear. Free mask. Oh, even better. There we go. Better than the crown, that. Yeah, well, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, don't diss the crown. Come on. Come on. We, uh, no, we it's all about the mask. Mask and the crown. We need to work in marketing. Right, anyway. So, final question. You know what question it's going to be, Russ, because I ask this of everybody. Uh, what does being a Lacuna Core fan mean to you? What does being a Lacuna Core fan mean to me? First word, strongest word that comes to mind is family. 
And the thing with this band is the amount of people that I, you, Mike have met, we talk about it on the podcast often with coilers that we've met around the world. We've obviously been to various shows, um, been to Switzerland now, been to Italy. You've been to the States. Mike's been to Brazil. Wherever you go, there is just a sense of community with this band that I don't think you would find with any other. And I don't know if that stems from the the Italian connection, where there's a, a strong semblance of family, but there's something about Lacuna Coil that's just pushed out to the fans that just makes them all feel as one. And that's the best way to describe it, really. Yep. I cannot disagree with a word you said there. Thank you very much. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say thank you for well actually yes, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. It's always a thanks thanks that I'll offer you. Uh, but thank you for um answering the questions and um well Cool. Thank you for uh, having me on the podcast. Everything is different today. brings us on to our review today this week we are reviewing the song i like it taken from lacuna Core's album shallow life and i think it's my turn to go first i think i've, I've done the mathematics and I, and I believe it's down to me do you know i really struggle with this i was writing my review this afternoon i was listening to this song in the car and then when i got home i'm writing a few words down and i actually the first thing i've written down guys is this is a weird song <laughs> Is it as weird as Closer? It's weirder than Closer. In fact, I've even gone, I said in the next line, I said it's so very different from everything else I've done. It's like Closer, but taken even further. And I quantified my statement of saying this is a weird song by saying it's hard to believe that the same band recorded this as recorded Zombies or Cold. Yeah, I along with that. And to me, that is kind of what Lacuna Cool is all about. You said it earlier, actually, in the interview, Rasfer, and you said every time, yeah, everything they do is different. They go from strength to strength. They do try new things. And that's one of the reasons why you're still a fan of them 10, 12, 13, 14 years after you first discovered them. And to me, I like it epitomizes that very thing that they just change things around and musically create new soundscapes and do things with lyrics and it just feels to to me like they're just having fun even when they're they're recording their darkest lyrics there's a part of me that feels that they're absolutely enjoying what they're doing and they love being creative and this is just another dimension to that so in, in terms of this song then it feels very poppy I've described it as pop rock. I don't know. I don't categorise music, but if I had to, that's where I would put it. Very different from anything else. As I say, like close, but taken to a different place. Musically, I like the way it opens. And then you've got the, the instrumental guitars. I think this, the verses are very, very simple musically, but I'm a huge fan of the chorus. Really, really upbeat, really strong chorus. I love the lyrics in the chorus. I love the way the music kind of uh, works with those lyrics to create this really entertaining song. That's how I describe it. Lyrically, for me, the song is on the surface about personal freedom and the perception of others and how their views of you can, well, actually be shallow. And this sort of ties into the overall theme of the album. It ties into what I said about I'm Not Afraid in last week's review. 
But at the same time, it feels like a bit of a defense, maybe even an attack, a counter counterattack, maybe, on mass media. It feels like the band in this song is kind of saying, this is how you want me to be. This is how you perceive me. But actually, I can be interpreted in many different ways. I am myself. I can do what I want to do. And I like doing what I do. And you think I like one thing, but I don't. I like something else. Um, and that's that. That's really, really strong. Now, the song, again, this is why I like the song. And yes, I did use that term. It, because it, it mixes up this really light, poppy, entertaining track with actually quite a deep message. And that just feels so clever for me. Uh, I enjoy the song a lot. I'm not going to say I like it. I've said it enough. Uh, it's repetitive in its in its structure, and I think that works. Uh, however, okay, all of that aside, it's a sort of song that when I listen to Shallow Life, I thought, oh, okay, that's different. That's interesting. Yeah, I like it. Uh -huh. And then the video came out. And the video just took this to a completely different place. I think the video for me elevated this song massively. I've said this before, and I'll say it again now. I still think the I Like It video is one of, if not the best video they've ever, ever made. I absolutely adore that video. It makes me laugh every time. It feels so funny and so fun and so personal. And um, I, I, I used to even love the fact that people on Empty Spiral, when it came out, thought the video was a joke. I generally believe that this was not the video that Lacuna Cole was going to officially release for I Like It. This was just a one that they made up and enjoyed and they were going to bring out a proper one. And I thought, that's hilarious. That's absolutely hilarious. The idea that people think that the band would bring out two videos for this song, very, very different videos. Um, oh, I won't talk about the Spellbound video, of course, because it has got two full cut videos. But anyway, that's another conversation. But it, it just, the fact that people didn't believe it and the fact that people sort of perceived this something that wasn't there actually just reinforced the statement that's in the song itself. It's brilliant. You couldn't make it up. The irony was not lost on me. So coming away from the song, I thought, this is Lacuna Coil laughing at us. It's laughing at the media. It's laughing at themselves. It's laughing at everybody. They're having fun. They're challenging our, our perception of them, their perception of each other. I think the song is good, but I actually think it's bigger than the song itself. And I think the song is important in that respect. Uh, yeah, that's me. In terms of the video, then this is one bit that I just want to just sort of, sort of focus on for a second. I said how much I love the video. There is this moment in the "I Like It" video, and I think you'll you'll know which moment I'm referring to. It's the moment when Christina, within the context of the video, meets the rest of Lacuna Coil as themselves. So at the end of the video, just before the final chorus. They shake hands. There's this warm feeling, this warm vibe about it. They're all very pleased that she's there. And then Andy gives her the mic and she just starts singing. And I love that bit. I actually, It's just a brilliant, brilliant piece of cinema for me personally because I know these people. I know what they're about and I, know, and I love the band. And I actually get a bit emotional at that. It feels just so family, you know? Love it. Anyway, that's, that's why I... Think that the video is amazing. Anyway, I've rambled on enough, so um, I like it. I, I like it, like it. So, Mike, what do you think? I'm speechless after that. Um, it's uh, you've covered pretty much everything um, without warming to a theme of an earlier 
um, very, very early episode from me um, on the podcast. It does hit you like a freight train, as as it were, I think. It's everything about it. I like it. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> from, the, from the start, when it, when it starts, um, everything is different today. That opening bit, um, the opening gambit of the song, as it were, almost sounds like it's going to be something extremely serious, I think. But then it changes tact completely and then goes into this almost, uh, well, another dimension, as it were, with with the way the song is compared to the rest of the album, as you've mentioned, anything else. I just think it's a standalone gem that um, I don't really know what else to say. I, well, you've, you've said so much about it. It's from start to finish, it is just very, very clever, the way that the band... Um, came up with this song and um, the whole ideas behind it, I think, worked really well. Okay, cool. What about you, Russ? Yeah, I think you've both summed it up to a T. Um, being blunt, it's not my favourite Lacuna Coil song, but there's something about it that makes me just think, I like it. Boom. <laughs> it's, it's a very simple, structured song. Um, and I think you summed it up best with the, the perfect juxtaposition, which is lyrically it's got a very strong meaning um, and a lot of people take those lyrics to heart and it's a big inspiration to them. Then you've got the flip side of how it's constructed musically and the video, as you mentioned, just exemplifies and elevates the song to a whole new level. But it, you know, it's generally viewed and having known the band as almost like a piss take, which is mm. the concept of shallow life as, as a record. That's the whole point of the video, shallow life. It's people living a shallow life and making fun of that you know, type of personality. But they've done it in such a way with that deep lyrical meaning. And I think that's just what makes the song special. It's Lacuna Core, again, at their best through light and dark and combining those two at the same time. Similar to early records, you've got the beauty and the beast between the male and the female vocals. Here they've done it with a very strong lyrical message in a song that's basically a piss take. Yeah. And it's just brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Very, very well done. So I I doff my hat to you, Lacuna Core, for this song for many, many reasons. And especially with the, the way that you've delivered the, the, the video afterwards, which just reaffirms everything that comes out of the song. I think it's great. So numbers-wise then. Okay. So, right. As a song, purely on its own, this is a song that I would give 7 out of 10, okay? However, I cannot think about this song anymore without thinking about the video that goes with it. The two are just so joined. And that's unlike other songs that have got videos. I don't necessarily think about the end of time video when I think about the end of time, when I listen to the end of time, I don't. But when I like it, I do, purely because I think the video is that brilliant. And the video for me is a kind of a 10 out of 10, perfect video what it is so i think that elevates the song in my head anyway so on, on its own it's a seven out of ten song with the video and with everything else that goes on around it i'm giving this song eight and a half out of ten i like it like it i was going to get that in there again mike numbers what do you think well i like it too and i think um 7.5 for the for overall on the album but I think it notches it up quite a few gears with the video included, and I'd say 9.5 for overall. Oh, cool. Wow. Primer, you've really taken it to another level. Mm. You have been hit by that, that freight train, haven't you? Yeah, that proverbial freight train. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, what about you then, sir? 
Yeah, I agree with both of you. I think the video definitely elevates it. Same. Very difficult to picture the song without the video. First time I heard it, it's definitely something different. Um, it probably would have been something like a, a 6, 6.5 out of 10 for me on first hearing it. But with the video, it probably elevates it to a, a solid 7 for me. 10 for the video, 6 for the song, overall 7 out of 10. Fair enough. Fair enough. There we go. I think it's fair to say that we all like it like it. I'm going to say that. I'm going to see how many times I can get that in there. We ought to have like, how many times did we use the word like it in the video? So here's a. I, I like it that you like it. And I like, I like it that, that you too. Like it. Uh, we all like it. Oh, group hug, everybody. <laughs> all right. Spot, spot question for you. Do you want what? to hear this song live? Yes. Yes, definitely. Okay. Right. In the right context, though. Um, I don't know where they would fit it currently on the set list, but. Uh, they could work it in fairly well, I think. Here's the yeah. thing, all right. This is not one of those songs that I go to myself, say to myself, I really want to hear this song live. All right, it's not. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if each of the band members came on dressed differently <laughs> <laughs> so that they all were part of the video, all right, then hell yeah. You know, it would need to be maybe the first song on Encore and it would need to have some cheesy smoke blasting out. And then we have someone coming in as like a, you know, that kind of death metal, and then someone the rapper. In, the rapper, and then someone coming in as um, as the kind of the Nirvana kind of you know, look. So Christina comes on wearing the hoodie with the angel wings on the back. Oh, that'd be amazing. I, I, I yeah, that'd be amazing. Lacuna Corp, please do it. That's how I want to see this song. Yeah, with you all dressed up differently, and of course they have to bring on a, a flower in a pot. That they put yeah, in the stage. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, I must admit, I always, I always remember a conversation I had with Pizza about this song on the Shallow Life tour, and my initial response was, "What?" This was before the video came out. I was like, "What the fuck is that song all about?" In like the joking, laughing way that we are, and I just remember, and it always stuck in my head. He said that it was a song that was sort of thrown together in the studio. It wasn't sort of pre-planned. It wasn't written. It was just sort of made up on the spot. And, uh, you know, I think that is reflected in the fun and the passion that then laterly comes through in the video. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yes. I think one day we need to interview them just about that video. I'm sure there's lots of stories they can tell us. Lots of stories. Anyway, yes, I like it. And we do. We should end the podcasts, and now we're going to fly. <laughs> oh, you can kiss your fairy tale away. <laughs> I still have to throw that one in there. So, anyway, anyway, in between celebrating my life and being free to be what I like, I have to say <laughs> that we are at the end of the Empty Spiral podcast for this week, and I want to thank once again, Mike and Russ for joining me on the podcast. Cheers, guys. Uh, I couldn't do it without you. I really, really appreciate it. I, thought, I don't spend enough time thanking you for the time you spend out of your your busy lives. Join us on the podcast and, and making it what it is. So thank you so much again. Uh, for those of you that are still listening, I really hope you are. Don't forget that you can contact us at the Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net. 
and you can access the podcast directly through the podcast link on the front page we've got our own page on there well there we've got our own page there is a podcast page on the website and you can listen to all the songs there or you can download them to your computer or you can stream them directly from the website you can also of course listen to them on itunes and the stitcher radio network where you can subscribe and make sure they get delivered to you as soon as i put them online which is typically every saturday uh, don't forget to leave us reviews on there or any feedback you want you can email us at podcast at emptyspiral.net or just leave comments on the page whatever works for you uh, if it's bits you do like but you don't like do let us know because we will change it you know, it's it's a community podcast it's not about us it's about what you guys want to hear so don't ever forget that uh, in terms of contacting Empty Spiral of course we are available via the website you can get in contact with us at Facebook which is facebook.com forward slash empty spiral.net post pictures start conversation whatever it is you want to do you can do it through there of course we're also on twitter uh, i do spend quite a lot of time retweeting fellow fans so if you see that that's me uh, do feel free to follow us on twitter and uh, send us any messages or any pictures you might want from lacuna core shows it'd be great to hear from you and of course we're on the tumblr network which is empty spiralnet.tumblr.com uh stuff happens on tumblr i don't really understand it myself but you know i post stuff on there and as i said before we're also on the google plus network we've got a page on google plus and i don't really profess how that works either but you know it's on there one thing i should remind everybody of is that uh we also have a youtube channel so i think it's youtube.com forward slash empty spiral net or you can just click on the link from the front page of EmptySpiral.net and you'll see videos that we put up there. Some of them exclusive, in fact, most of them exclusive, as well as our own playlists. So do feel free to subscribe to us. Uh, we do have put things up there from time to time and it's always good to see that that part of the community growing as well. Anyway, that brings us to a close this week. Uh, I'm off to, what am I going to do? I think I'm going to get myself a pot plant and just sit there and pretend to be a hippie for the rest of the evening. What about you guys? I'm currently cooking a skew as we are um, we are recording this, so that smells just about ready. So I'll go and have, have a look at how that's doing. And they say that men can't multitask. Well done, you, yes. Mr. Dyer. <laughs> and Mr. Taylor. Yeah, oh, you. Well, now we've discussed. Um, I like. I like it. Video. I'm now picturing um, Marco and Chicho in their rap outfits. I think I'm going to try and hunt down that Peche Pesky song or whatever it was they released back in uh, April a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's quite hard to get hold of, but, you know, keep searching. You might see it on eBay. Exactly. You might find it somewhere. <laughs> you might indeed. All right, well, thank you very much, guys. Uh, I hope you've liked it as much as we liked recording it, and uh, we'll speak to you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers.